Life is full of questions, and often the answers are difficult. Stephen Baker seeks to answer various questions about life and faith using the Bible as his only source. Join in each week as Stephen tackles the challenge of life questions. Here's Stephen. I've been looking at a little booklet that is entitled The Folly of Atheism, written by a guy called Fraser Munro from Scotland. Pretty good to read. You could get it if you're interested in buying it from John Ritchie, uh, Ritchie Christian Media. I think you'd get it online if you looked at that. I'm going to go through a couple of these, uh, not all in one week, but uh, we'll, we'll have a look at one of them today. One of the points that's made here is that atheism is foolish because atheism ignores creation around us. You know, if you visit somebody's house and you go into the study on the desk, you'd see a globe. You might see a globe, should I say. The countries and continents of the world are all named. The oceans of the world are all coloured and blue. The globe itself rests on a brass stand. On the globe, there's no date of manufacture, but no one would deny that it was manufactured. To say it wasn't manufactured would be crazy. The globe exists and therefore it must have had a cause for its existence. The globe cannot exist uncaused. It must owe its existence to something or someone outside of itself. That's pretty basic stuff. Anything with a beginning must have a beginner. Now I know there's always the argument that people say, well then who made God? The reality is this, no one because God doesn't have a beginning. It is essentially part of the character of God that he is eternal. And the Bible talks to him about, the, about God as the everlasting God of the everlasting Father. So anything with a beginning must have a beginner. Anything with an origin must have an originator. So if this is a true representation of the world, then it must be true of you know, the physical world as well as a created you know, globe that's sitting on somebody's desk. Now, we, we know this is kind of obvious. If I went out and took you to, you know, the Picasso that has recently been sold, you would know that the painting must have a painter, the sculpture must have a sculptor, a book has an author, etc., etc. But we say the world just began from nothing. It wasn't designed, it wasn't organised. But, you know, as I read this little booklet, I was very interested. I read a lot of this stuff. The stuff you can read about by a man called John Blanchard, really good stuff on this. And the stuff with to do with, uh, you know, Answers and Genesis. There's all sorts of organisations that you could go get some stuff with Rose Publishing and a whole lot of stuff. Another guy that writes a lot in this type of stuff, The Case for the Creator. It's a guy called Lee Strobel. It's very interesting stuff. So back to the argument. Many people say that we came from monkeys. And the monkeys came from lower beasts, and the lower beasts came from the slime, and the slime came from the water and the earth, and the earth came from complex gases that collided in a big bang, and oh, so and so on. But actually, the question comes back to, if you, if you think that is the process, and I, I don't, in the sense that I believe Genesis chapter 1, that God created everything. I believe the order of creation is very, very scientific. You could read a good book on that called The Genesis Enigma. That's all interesting stuff. But actually, just take at face value the argument of uh, evolution and of the Big Bang and, and whatever theory you believe in, you've still got to come back to this fact. Who started the process? Who created the material? Who put it all there so that it could all start? So atheism cannot answer the argument about the cause and it actually doesn't answer the question about design. Now, there's a man called William Paley lived a long time ago and he imagined himself walking across a heath and seeing and finding a watch 
And if he examined it and saw how it was constructed, how it worked, he would see in it clear evidence of a design and deduce from it that there must have been a designer. He said it would have been illogical to conclude that this was the result of blind forces. Time, matter and chance could never have combined to produce a watch, no, longer, no matter how long it took. In the world round about us, there is the evidence for design. You know, the more you look into a telescope, you see the immensity of creation. A microscope takes you to the intricacy and the detail. Every single cell is incredibly complex. Now, Professor John Lennox is from Oxford, a very famous guy, debates from Christianity, and he says this, every one of the 10 to 100 trillion cells in the human body contains a database larger than the Encyclopedia Britannica. You know, these are amazing facts that really point to a designer. Now, as a Christian, I believe that stacks up, but I also go back to the book of books, the Bible. It would, we've been talking about that in some previous recordings, if you've been listening to them. And the Bible says about God, by him were all things created, and without him was not anything made that was made. In fact, it actually says that about the Lord Jesus. The Bible tells us that the Lord Jesus, Christ Jesus, came into the world, came from heaven, the third heaven, the uncreated dwelling place of God. He came into the world and he came to save sinners. And my prayer is that you might come to know him as your Lord and Saviour. Seek the truth, because there's truth that can be trusted. You're listening to Life Questions by Stephen Baker, an honest attempt to answer life's toughest questions using the Bible. Located in Liverpool, England, Stephen is active in spreading the Word of God through social media, blogging, radio broadcasts, and podcasts.